Good morning and welcome to this reflection for Sunday the 13th of December. My name is Catherine Coslett and I am the curate in the northwest hub of Church Wigan. The Lord be with you. Today's reading is Luke chapter 1 verses 5 to 25 and I shall be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly order of Abijah. His wife was a descendant of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both of them were righteous before God, living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were getting on in years. Once, when he was serving as priest before God, and his section was on duty, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and offer incense. Now at the time of the incense offering, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. Then there appeared to him an angel of the Lord, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was terrified, and fear overwhelmed him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He must never drink wine or strong drink. Even before his birth, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit. He will turn many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. With the spirit and power of Elijah, he will go before him to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How will I know that this is so? For I am an old man, and my wife is getting on in years. The angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. But now, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, you will become mute, unable to speak, until the day these things occur. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondered at his delay in the sanctuary. When he did come out, he could not speak to them and they realised that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He kept motioning to them and remained unable to speak. When his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she remained in seclusion. She said, This is what the Lord has done for me when he looked favourably on me and took away the disgrace I have endured among my people. This is the word of the Lord. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. Zechariah and Elizabeth are described as being righteous before God, 
in that they lived according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. The law. Yet keeping the law had not resulted in them receiving the blessing of children, and they had experienced years of disgrace, mockery, and social humiliation amongst their own people. John the Baptist was, without doubt, a much-longed and hoped-for child, an answer to prayer. As his name suggests, a gift of God's grace rather than a reward for personal piety. Zechariah was praying in the sanctuary when an angel of the Lord appeared to him. The angel indicates that as a result of Zechariah's prayer, Elizabeth will bear a son. It's unlikely that Zechariah would have spent his once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to serve and worship God in the sanctuary, making personal petitions on behalf of himself and his wife. Only priests who had not previously done so were eligible for the inexpressible honour of officiating at the altar of incense. However, although Elizabeth's childlessness may not have been the prayer on his lips, it would doubtless have been a prayer that was never far from his heart. The childlessness of Zechariah and Elizabeth was not unknown to God. God is concerned with everyday human concerns. Prayers do not go unheard or forgotten. Indeed, Zechariah's own name means remembered by God. Given Zechariah's piety, it is likely that his prayer was for the coming of Israel's saviour. Here we find an individual praying a prayer for the nation. Consequently, the answer to that prayer is not for Zechariah and Elizabeth alone. Yes, they will have joy and gladness at John's birth, but that joy is also for the whole nation of Israel, who will rejoice at his birth. Elizabeth and Zechariah will have a child at last, but much more than this, the child will be a bringer of joy through the restoration of relationship between people and between Israel and God. He will turn the hearts of parents to their children and turn many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. The angel specifically refers to this as good news. Gabriel interprets Zechariah's request for a sign. How will I know that this is so? As an expression of disbelief. This unbelief is not incomprehensible. The good news announced by Gabriel appears impossible of fulfilment, unbelievable even. Zechariah would not have been expecting any of this when he entered the sanctuary that day. He was simply carrying out his duty. And yet Zechariah becomes mute. Therefore, the birth of John also becomes a very personal joy for Zechariah himself, because it is after his birth that Zechariah's speech is restored. The birth of John the Baptist heralds the removal of disgrace from individuals, from families, from nations, and ultimately from the whole earth and it is replaced with joy for all. Let us pray. God for whom we watch and wait, 
you sent John the Baptist to prepare the way of your son. Give us courage to speak the truth, to hunger for justice, and to suffer for the cause of right, with Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening.